Welcome back. We are talking million dollar careers. It is uh, the third of January. I'm here with my uh, my good friend, my colleague Rob Houghton. Rob is the uh, the president of uh, Mr. Fairfax up in uh, uh, Virginia. Lives yep. up in Winchester, Virginia, and he's absolutely the master uh, executive recruiter for the uh, the insurance industry. So, uh, Rob, welcome back. Happy 2023. Happy holidays, man. Happy holidays, everyone out there. It was it was a great rest, but like I was telling you before, uh, I feel like a racehorse in the gates, and I'm waiting for the bell. My first call with a client's in 27 minutes, and I tell you what, I can't wait. I just can't wait to get out of this gate for 2023. Yeah. The holidays for me were non-existent. I, uh, I finished 2022. Uh, while I was on vacation down in Key Largo, my phone was next to my ear, much to my wife's disgust. <laughs> but uh, I got, you know, over the holidays, three placements were made. Wow. Three jobs, three jobs were offered. Three jobs were accepted, all at the sea level. And um, it was like, wow. So yesterday I was in the office. It was, a, you know, it was kind of the end of the holiday, but I came into the office because it's a work day for me. And at two o'clock, I was like, I got to go home. And I just took a nap. I took a, I took a, I took, I, I sat down on my back porch and put my headphones in and 30 minutes, I just closed my eyes and snoozed. The, uh, the dog, one of the dogs wakes me up. He wants to go, he brings his rope up. He wants to go play tug of war, but I woke up and I was like completely rejuvenated and ready go. to go and ready to go again. So, uh, you know, it's amazing what a little rest will do for you. And oh yeah. Just some yeah, downtime. Man. Uh, so here we it, are. It, it's all good. I can't wait, man. 2023 is going to be a big year. So I was thinking about this podcast, and I think my theme for 2023, and 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 it's really you know simplicity executed well, and and how it came about was once again you know AirPods are in my ear. I got the iTunes on, and I'm listening to Jack White and the White Stripes, and the song Seven Nation Army comes on. <laughs> and you think about the ultimate in simplicity done well seven notes you know yeah. seven notes everybody knows seven nation army seven notes and a steady drumbeat yeah and i do some research on it and it's like you got all these people playing it in different keys and all these play but it's the same seven notes different keys it is the ultimate simplicity done really well there's a lot to be said for that. You know, uh, I take s simplicity in the direction of, I try and break everything down into the magic threes, you know? What are the three most important things? What are the three things I did today? When I communicate, I try and do three things. I try and, <laughs> again, I boil down to three things. I try and inform, inspire, and entertain. It's simple, three things. There you, I mean, and that's three simple things. Three, three simple you, things. You hope to make, you hope to inspire somebody. You hope to inform them yeah. of something, and you hope to entertain them. Yeah, look, if you know, it's it's got to be a little entertaining. Yeah. Otherwise, you're to, uh, you're bored. I have to give a very difficult uh, eulogy on Thursday for a loved one, and uh, and the first thing I thought of, inform, inspire, and even entertain, because you have to lighten the mood a little bit. So. I've been thinking about this eulogy and I've been thinking about how I'm going to start it off and I'm going to tell, it's not a joke, but I, I'm going to give an antidote as to when I was in this particular Catholic church and I used to use the clicker. I got a hold of one of the nuns clickers 
And during mass, I'd hit that clicker a couple of times and, and all the kids would stand up and sit down and, and, and the clicker fell out of my hands and the nun figured out it was me who had the clicker. <laughs> that was a bad day in church. So that same church, I'm going to have to get up and give a eulogy. So that's how I'm going to, have, that's how I'm going to start it off. You know, many, many years ago, I remember the clicker in this church. Yeah. So again, even something as serious as a eulogy, I was thinking about those three things. How can I inform, inspire, and entertain? Sure. I, I think about like you know, my buddy, my buddy, Adam, who's in the office next door, he came and banged on my office door last February. He just had, he just been to the doctor. He was at 285 pounds and his, you know, his blood analysis was, was all whacked out and they wanted to put him on drugs. And he knocked on my door and he said, for five years, you've been saying, Hey, why don't you come to the gym with me? Now, tomorrow's that day I start. He's yeah. lost 70 pounds. He looks great. Put on incredible amounts of muscle. He's lost 70 pounds. He looks great. But it was really simple. For it, It's been really simple. We do push-ups. We do air squats. We do jump rope. We do rower. We get on the, on the, on the, on the rowing machine. We do dips. We do a lot of body weight stuff. Yeah. Nothing is overthought. Literally, we don't even need a gym. We could do you know, all during COVID. I worked out every day in my garage. Yeah. I took with push-ups. We've got five-gallon water jugs because the water here is all polluted. So we get you know Culligan delivered. I had five-gallon water jugs, and it's amazing how good of a workout you can get in your garage when you just think about keeping it simple. Yeah. So. What sort of career advice would you give to somebody using these uh, simple methods and tactics? What are like the simple things that that people should do to really advance their career? 80% of life is just showing up. Yep, exactly. Be, impre- be, <laughs> be present if you're be present. Every don't don't slink in the corner. Don't hide. Don't be a you know, don't be a modest mouse. Be present. First thing. Yeah. Second thing, find a mentor or be a mentor. People that do really well, you you can learn a lot when you teach. And I think about like when I was, I was a complete F up when I was in my 20s. And, and you, know, you, you know, you and I, you know, we've talked about, I grew up in a, in a pretty tough family. And, you know, I wish... I had found that mentor when I was in my teens yeah, and early twenties, you know, and it would have just, it would have been, you know, that much easier. So now I pay back. I, I, I try to mentor kids, young professionals, but you learn a lot when you teach. I think so yeah. be present, you know, get a mentor or be a mentor. And the third thing is there's no speed limits on the extra mile. Do you know, do what you're expected to do and and 5% more. That's it. Just a, just a, another hour of work a week. You know, finish up one more project, you know, do it a little bit better. It's easy. And yeah. and and that to me is, you know, three simple things. It's people you don't you don't need to go to weight watchers, you don't need to go you know make it overly complicated. You don't need to go redesign the marketing plan. Just you know, be present, find a mentor, be a mentor and do, you know, a little bit on the extra mile. 
to make a difference. I totally agree. Uh, it's like Tom Brady, you know, you'll see these quarterbacks in the NFL that have been backups to Tom Brady over his 21 year career. And uh, they all will tell people afterwards, I can't believe the extra work that that guy put in, even being at the top mm -hmm. of his game, winning two, three, four, five, six, seven Super Bowls now. And people say that the guy just puts that extra mile in. It's just real simple stuff. He just works harder than everybody else. He shows up. He never misses a day. My daughter and I were talking, my daughter and I were talking about Patrick Mahomes versus Kyler Murray. Mahomes is, yeah, Murray's a great athlete. He's you know, you know, down there in Arizona, plays for Cliff Kingsbury. Patrick Mahomes at Kansas City, studied under Cliff Kingsbury. What's the difference between the two? Mahomes is a student of the game. You know, he would watch, they say him and Kingsbury would sit in a room for hours and watch tapes. And they would watch him. You know, over and over and over, the, and, 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 and Mahomes had the maturity to sit there and learn the game. Kyler Murray, they had to put in his contract. Yeah. You have to watch tapes. He wants to play video games. There's a maturity level there. The student of the game versus the person that, you know, wants to just show up on game day. Yeah. You know, same teacher. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you another example. So – taking this back to my military advisor days. So when I would be in there with, you know, SODEF, which is, which, which is a special operations center, um, we would have guys from the big military, from the conventional military, come on in and give what's called a CONOP. It's called the concept of operations. And these PowerPoints would be 50, 60, 70 <laughs> PowerPoints long. Yeah. Graphs, charts, and I'm telling you, by the by, about the tenth PowerPoint, you could actually look over the crowd, and there usually be 30, 40 people mm -hmm. in there, and you'd see people starting to do this. Oh so, yeah, right. So the Green Berets come in, right? Special Forces. The the, the entire unit is 12 guys, okay, mm -hmm. all enlisted except one officer who's a captain, okay. So this is a these are what we call you know non commissioned officers. And their con-op would be no more than like 12 PowerPoints. And they'd have an occasional map or a chart, but it was simple. And I remember thinking to myself, yeah, I got this. I, I, mm -hmm. I know exactly what these guys are doing. And it was just real simple tactical missions. And that's why they're so successful is because mm -hmm. they had a thing – I'm sure everyone's heard about it, the KISS principle, keep it simple, stupid, keep right? Keep it simple, stupid, that's right. I mean, it was amazing. They just kept everything simple. And it was like, whenever you would hear a guy say, hey, watch this, yeah. you know it was going to be a disaster. But whenever a CONOP was put together, it was simple, straight to the point, and it worked. It was a yep. beautiful thing. Yeah, keeping it simple. Everybody wants to, nobody wants to pick up the phone anymore. I will... I will text this person. I will email this person. You know, it's amazing what can be done with just this, a phone yeah, and a phone call. Yeah, I, I go back in, in 1997, you know, I was at Gulfstream Aircraft and we had just won a big contract with the Air Force, 26 jets to the Air Force. 
And somebody, you know, my boss, I was sitting up in our DC office and my boss looked at me and said, how do we get this into the Navy? How do we get this, you know, I shrugged my shoulders. I go, I don't know, give me, give me five minutes. Let me think, I'll come back to you in five minutes. Let me think about this. I went down to my office. I picked up the phone and I called the, I just picked up the phone and called the chief of Naval operations, the top <laughs> admiral in the Navy. Yeah. We had his number. I called him up. I talked to his aide, who was a cap, Navy captain named Boomer Stufflebeam, became an admiral. And I said, hey, Boomer, you and I met down in Miramar a couple of years ago. He's like, yeah, I remember you. I go, hey, look, if I have a Gulfstream 5 at National Airport next week, do you and the admiral want to go fly it? And the admiral, you know, the chief of naval operations at the time was an F-14 pilot. And you just heard this voice in the background go, hey, admiral, you want to go fly a G-5 next week? <laughs> and you heard all you heard in the background was hell yeah. You guys okay? So I went back to my boss and I said, okay, if we have a jet here on Tuesday, we're flying the chief of naval operations. All you had to do is pick up the phone. Exactly. Was it more complicated? Was it more complicated than that? Yeah, it was probably a little aggressive, but simple. A simple phone call, but a whole bunch of stuff in motion. Yeah, man. So fortune does favor the bull. There's there's no no question about it. So I'll give you an example. Something something happened to me yesterday. I do a lot of coaching, right? So this producer, very young producer, I placed her at a different uh, insurance agency, and she calls me up and she said, "You know, I'm going into year two in sales, and I'm a little bit anxious. Had a had a had a decent first year, but I really want to kick it up a notch in year two, and uh, I need some resources." Mm-hmm. you know, for my company. And I said, well, be- before you ask for resources, you're going to have to have a business plan. Okay. And she said, oh, business plan. Oh, wow. I, you know, I, 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 I've never done a business plan before. And I said, I'll help you put together a business plan on one page. And she goes, how in the heck are you going to, are you going to do that? And I said, we'll finish this thing in 30 minutes. Yep. We'll jump on a zoom call. And basically it was the same thing. Keep it simple. It was the five W's. I go, you have to put together the five W's. And she goes, what's that? And I said, we're going to figure out the who, the what, the why, the where, and the how in a business plan. And that's what we did. The who is our customers. Who are you going after? The how, how are you going to do it? Phone calls, emails, direct email campaign, social media, Mm -hmm. newsletter, whatever it is. When, when are you going to close these deals? Mm -hmm. You know, who? Well, you know, centers of influence, associations, retail, wholesale. I went to the whole thing in like five minutes, in 30 minutes, because I'm coaching her. I'm not doing it for her. In 30 minutes, I walked her through it, and she come up with the rough draft of the five W's. By the end of the day, she had the whole thing done, emailed out out Mm -hmm. to to her boss, and, and she just sent me an email this morning saying, I talked to my boss this morning at 7.30. I got everything I wanted to. She wanted to become a member of the Virginia Trucking Association. She wanted to get email support, redo a website mm-hmm. uh, glitch. It just kept kept it simple, man. The yeah. five freaking W's, right? Yeah, I love the people that come up with the convoluted marketing plans. You know, I, I was I was uh, I did a search a couple of years ago, and yeah, VP of Sales search. And I was asking these guys, all right, what would you be your plan if you took the and girls? Well, if you took the job, yeah, how would you start? What would be your first action? And yeah, they all had like really dumb answers. 
it was like, oh, I'd, I'd create the marketing scheme and I'd start to, I remember, <laughs> you know, I, I remember one company I was with, they dropped $25 million on marketing, yeah. 25 million bucks. I'm like, damn, if you just took that 25 million bucks and put it towards a customer dedication program, gave it directly, figured out a way to di- directly give it to your customers. You know, you'd be, you know, you'd have a guarantee versus a Hail Mary, right? I mean, it's, you know, all this yeah. brand awareness bullshit and things like that. So anyway, I was asking him, I go, what would be your first plan? And, and it was so convoluted. I came back and I said, why wouldn't you do this? Why wouldn't you just go find, you know, divide your, divide the country up in five or six sales territories Go find the demographic that you're trying to attract, which would be anybody with $10 million or more in net worth and target them directly. Well, how would I do that? I go, well, you can go buy lists. You know, you can go get a list. I'm like, somebody asks, would I have to pay for that? I'm like, a list is 300 bucks. If you can't invest, (laughs) if you can't invest 300 bucks in your own success, yeah. yeah. If you need that as an expense, as an expensed item, if you're not willing to invest 300 bucks, in yeah. your own success, yeah. you know, you don't need to be in business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You just don't need to be in business. Um, you know, that's the reality. It's like, you know, it's like, you know, conferences. If you're not willing to pay for your own way to a conference, you shouldn't be in business. You're never going to go anywhere in life. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people, yeah, you're exactly right. A lot of good producers, particularly in the insurance side, will just pay those expenses themselves. I want to be the construction expert. Boom. They'll go to the CRS conference or something. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. You have to be able to own it. Extreme ownership. We yep. talked about that before. That's really very simple, I think. You know? Which is a very simple concept. Very simple concept. You just own it, man. Yeah, I own it. So, uh, yeah. Um, I had a guy that was a boss of mine. This is going back in the corporate world 25, 30 years ago. And I remember this guy used to do things effort, effortlessly, and he'd always have time to talk to you. He was a great mentor for me and, and several other people. And, and I remember the thing that I noticed about him, one of the first things was when he would write a memo, and this was before the days of email now, okay? Mm-hmm. So whenever he would write a memo, this is when you would dictate it to the secretary and she'd be yeah. secretarial pool type it and stuff. He would write one paragraph followed by a series of bullet points, followed by one final sentence. And his messages were no longer than like a third of a page. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking to myself, wow, this is a great way to write memos. And when I send my clients a resume now, as you probably do, I'll put together like an accompanying email, right? I'll put the resume as an attachment. My email is basically one short paragraph and here's my bullets. And I yep. give them like five or six bullets yep. and then a final sentence. That's it, man. It's one paragraph followed by like a, a, a bunch of bullets and that's it. You know, I, I agree with you there. Cause I used to put together like these portfolios on professional portfolios. And you're talking about like a, you know, a COO. I just placed a COO of a, of a company and I put together these professional portfolios and then I find out the customers don't read them. Exactly. They, then they, they call me up and they go, Hey, just, Look, man, we're we're busy. Yeah. You know, so now it's like, all right. Yeah. You know, I send the resume over with a note. I really like this person. He, you know, three, here's why. Exactly. Let's, and and it's followed That's up it. with, and and then the call to action is, let's chat. 
That's it. Exactly. So the 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 bullshit baffles brains. The make it pretty to feel like you, yeah, that's that's big company stuff. That's yeah, you know, that's you know, yeah. We we got to have pretty PowerPoint presentations. If PowerPoint went away, I don't think the world would care. I haven't done a PowerPoint in probably 15, 20 years, man. <laughs> I seriously. I spoke. I spoke at a conference a couple of weeks ago, or back back in November, a couple of months ago, and I'm like the most. I couldn't find anybody to do a PowerPoint presentation for me. It's like they're all booked up. They're like, yeah, hey, yo, know, it's like you know, you a professional PowerPoint writer or graphic designer or whatever. They're all booked up. They're like, yeah, we're two three months out. Are you serious? Yeah, I talked to like four of them, and they're like, yeah, no, we can't. I got no. We we're booked up. So everybody, so people are still doing that stuff, huh? Yeah, absolutely. They're paying. For, so I'm like, all right, I'm just going to get out of the conference. And my first words are, all right, people, I'm going to give you a great talk and a horrible PowerPoint. So bear with me. You know, like, <laughs> I like that one. Hey, that ranks up there with Jack Kennedy's uh, uh, avid reader, a lousy surfer. Uh, avid reader, lousy surfer. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, but the PowerPoint, no, but the PowerPoint wasn't, the, the message was not the PowerPoint. They, everybody's like, oh, yeah, I love the comp people are like, you can have my PowerPoint slides when this is all over. I don't want, I don't want your PowerPoint slides. I want the video of this presentation. Exactly right. So I can get the highlights out. So PowerPoint right, is, just yeah. keep it simple, dude. Keep yeah. it simple. Bullet points. What's your message? Yeah. You know, pick up the phone. Quit emailing people. The five email, dummies, e email is for amateurs. Text, right. text conversations are for amateurs. I, I, I got a nasty email. Well, like last two weeks ago, I got a nasty email from somebody. And my simple response is not a topic for email. When can we chat? Yeah. You know, but, but, but you know what that does? That flips it. They got all their power hiding behind email. When you go up, oh, not a topic for email, let's chat. Yeah. Now they actually have to talk to you. And now of they're course. not going to be as bold as they were when they wrote that email. So the oh, power yeah. The power just shifted. Once again, a, sh a simple way to shift, to shift You're power. Right. You're right, man. I like those three things, man. You know, uh, and like I said, the five W's can be can be used in almost any correspondence or any conversation. Simple stuff, man. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm not a high level intellectual guy, man. I got to keep it simple. You know, I got to keep it real simple, man. I'm I'm just a I'm just a middle aged you know idiot. I mean, that's that's a, but but I figure yeah but that's it. But yeah, you know, it's like you know you know just the simple things in life executed well will take people a long way. So anyway, hey, I know you got to go. What's uh? How do people find you, Rob? They can find me. I'm all over the internet. I'm on LinkedIn. I do blogs, podcasts. I just came out with my annual uh, salary survey for 2022 for insurance professionals. Uh, and yeah, people can 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 reach me at. Uh, Rob at mrfairfax.com. Awesome. Hey, Rob, thanks for coming on. Happy New Year. Thanks, Craig. I appreciate it, man. Talk you soon. Too. All the best. All right. I hope you enjoyed the latest edition of the Aerospace Executive Podcast. You can reach out to me directly, Craig at northstaresg.com, or check us out at www.northstaresg.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or on YouTube just do a search for Aerospace Executive Podcast. Thanks again. I'm Craig Pippen.